0: the atmosphere of all the Irish fans and it was just incredible to see those green jerseys walking around like really and truly Irish fans
1: Subscribe now to the OTB football podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB sports app Well Charlie Redmond we're here at the, uh, the Aarons ILG I Club. we've got a couple of your, your fans in the background there and uh, the first thing I said to you is you were that lad you didn't get off the pitch that time you were sent <laughs> off that's my best attempt at the young lads accent. sorry lads if that was bad but uh I'd say you're reminded of that a wee bit.
0: Uh, yeah, actually even this morning when I was in, in, in work, one of the girls in there, re, re, you know, referred to it, and uh, she wouldn't be a person who actually knows much about sport, I think, but she, uh, she says, oh yeah, I watched that on television, I remember it well, you know. So even to this day, I'm still can't get away from it.
1: It, it must bring back even all-Ireland final build-up week, especially when the dubs are in it. It must remind you of that, that week, even before 95, that final, like the nerves, I suppose. Am I right in saying you pulled it? pulled a thigh muscle
0: or something and practising frees in the build up to it? Yeah I actually pulled it out here and the goal down the end behind me uh, just finishing up our normal session with Wayne McCarthy, and a 14 yard free kicking it over the bar just finishing off and just felt it go and immediately rang Pat O'Neill told him doing something he said come down tonight he went down that night and uh, we didn't train and I went out training then on the on the Saturday afternoon and I knew I was in a lot of trouble and uh, I couldn't run I'd, Couldn't kick the ball. Uh, So I knew that this this was going to be a close call and all Sunday morning of the game I was getting treatment over in Castleknock to try and make sure I was able to play and... uh, he was able to play. He was able to get the goal, and, and we won the game. And that's all that counts, really. What happened in between the goal and the end, and the presentation doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, nothing
1: else happened. I don't think. Famously, have you do you talk to Paddy Russell or do you see him? About, have you seen him about since? Of course, I have. Yeah, we've, we've seen him on a few occasions, and uh, uh, I forgive him. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Not the other, not the other way around. To be fair, a uh, Fergal Logan. Of course, you probably see him as well. As as manager now, he's he's out and about. Um, that that I guess that, that that injury even in the days leading up to it, they talk about sports psychology now and Caroline Curd of course, the work she's doing with the Limerick curlers. But uh, Pat O'Neill, like I read somewhere that even the way he dealt with you in the days leading up, he was telling you he was going to give you an injection and yeah. all these little white lies, maybe to to psychologically he,
0: keep he, you prepared. He, he did, yeah. He told me on the on the Thursday he says he says yeah he says don't worry about it, we'll give you an injection, it'll sort it out, you know. He'd never any intention of giving me injection because Pat doesn't. Pat never injected anyone to play a game of football. He said, if you're able to play, you're able to play. If you're not able to play, you're not able to play. And he wasn't going to make any intervention was going to allow you to play. But he intervened with my mind and he told me he was going to give me and I'm all ready to go. And for 25 minutes before we go to the field, I said, Pat, now I'm, I'm ready for the injection. And even there is no injection. You were never getting an injection. I just did it to, to take it off your mind. So it, it worked. Yeah, it worked. It wasn't, it wasn't what I expected, but it worked. Did the business? It's
1: similar to even Shane O'Donnell, the Clare hurler back in twenty thirteen. I think he wasn't told by Davy Fitz that he was starting until maybe the morning. So it's all these little things. Maybe as a as a footballer, you need to a manager knows how to deal with
0: certain yeah, personalities. Yeah. And, and we, we I remember an incident with, with Pat. I think it was about ninety three and ninety four, and he I think it was Paul O'Neill from Fingallians. He ended up playing against me. I think it was the the semi final, I the final, got man of the match. And but he wasn't told to literally the national anthem I think that he was playing uh, it was that lady you're, you're in and uh, it was the way it was in those days that was the way to do it, it and the way to deal with it a bit like now we uh, you always name the team that started the last matches was starting this game but you know it yourself it's not going to be the team that starts yeah, exactly uh, there's always the, the three or four uh,
1: i guess shadow shadow moves in the, in advance of throwing um like that that those celebrations after 95 like what what do you remember of that that week and and days after, because I'm sure it's something, and then the, I guess nobody expected the gap would be 16 years until 2011. Yeah. But I'm sure you still partied.
0: Yeah, we did. <laughs> we really did. I we I remember one of the, the the great sort of memories I have was the uh, was the next day when we had the we had the reception there in in Dame Street in the in the Bank of Ireland, and we'd gone in there, and it was. We were introducing stage, and you could see a little bit up Nassau Street and down Dame Street and around College Green, and there was no, a right few people there. But they put us on a bus and they brought us around and the Lear Street. That was more as you should say, and and we could see the crowd all the way up O'Connell Street, and it was just we just were, were taken aback by, by by it, and it was it was a huge it was a huge thing for us because uh, we had we hadn't won the All we we had lost. Two, two, two finals before that in 92 and 94 and for this to go ahead in, 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 in 95 was, it was an incredible experience for us all I think I'm right in
1: saying this is the first All-Ireland since Brian
0: Mullins passed
1: away I think it was last October maybe uh, Brian uh, died but um, I remember that story of you coming into the, the Dublin dressing room I guess first probably in the early 80s at some point and, and the likes of Brian I'm sure had arms over the shoulder with, with the younger players like yourself Like what mm-hmm. what influence would the likes of Brian have had on on your career in those early, I guess intercounty days at senior level.
0: Yeah, when you when you went to a dressing room when you're playing with the likes of Brian Mullins and Tommy Drom and Anthony O'Toole, and and you've watched these guys as when you were sort of 12 years of age, testing all Ireland finals, and now suddenly you're in the same dressing room. It's it's quite a sort of jaw dropping experience, and a little bit of a sort of starstruck, if one of a better term. But every one of them, to a the man, were were just so down to earth. Now. Brian was Brian, Brian had his own way of dealing with things and we had some funny, I think it was the first time I went onto the field with uh, the training and he, he says to me, who are you? And I knew he knew who I was because he I'd heard him talking about me in the other dressing room and I went, I'm Charlie Redmond, he says, who are you? <laughs> and he looked at me and he swung a he swung a bill at me you a know, little gitchy, you know. And uh, but uh, that was that was Brian. He was always he was always fun to the last. He was a he was a great character we sorely missed. And I'm sure in the lead up to the game on Sunday his name will be mentioned in the dressing room because it's it's the four all Ireland we've been in since his passing and, and I'm sure Brian is up there with Kevin and with Anton, and they're looking down on us now. And they'll be cheering, and I'm sure the Kerry boys have their own idols up there who are looking down. But yeah, they'll be looking down on us, and they have cheering under dubs I, I think there was one piece of
1: advice. I, I don't know if it was, I think it might have been towards yourself from from Brian Mullins, and he was talking about the fact that you know if you're if you're out of a game and you're not heavily involved in a match, maybe get involved in a skirmish or, or
0: uh, throw a few words or something. Just get yourself involved. Yeah, yeah. What he said was if you if if you feel the game has passed you, boy, get booked. Now, in those days, getting booked was quite hard, and getting sent off was near on impossible. As, Some, as you well know. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, <laughs> but nowadays, I w- it wouldn't read the advice you'd be given to any, yeah. any young lad nowadays. Uh, it's, the game is a lot more sanitised than it was in, in our day. It's a lot cleaner, it's a little bit faster, probably not as good a game or as exciting a game at times. Uh, but hopefully on Sunday, we're going to see two teams who play football the way football should be played, and I think we've all the ingredients and that are there to have a, a, a cracker of a game. Uh, the Kerry, the
1: fact that it is Kerry makes it all the more special. And like even speaking of Brian, I think he, he was he one of the only players to have lo- lost maybe five all All-Irelands to the same county, like seventy four, seventy eight, seventy nine. You've eighty four and eighty five yeah. all to all to Kerry. I mean, I, exactly. Oh, sorry, so, sorry, sorry, but it, there, there must have been like
0: even you growing up like that that rivalry with Kerry yeah. was just the stuff of legend. It was, and and. I started playing for Dublin in 1981 and I finished in 1987. However, I only got to play against Kerry once in the championship final, in the championship game, and that was in the 85, the 85 final, and uh, that didn't go so well. It was I, I got injured in the game and had to come off and have a, I separated my shoulder in a 20th minute or something? But Kerry had gone away, went away then for the rest of the time I was there, but. For, for that period, we sort of had a lull in the in in the in the war, but the war is truly back on now since about, about 2008 and 2009 when Kerry was was were, were, were stuffing us. But we're, I think we're 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 getting our back on them now and we're sort of even up the the game a little bit. And, and and we saw last year like in the game in the, the semi final, what a tremendous game of football it was, and it took a, a a moment of magic from Sean O'Shea, unfortunately, to to win it. But uh, hopefully on Sunday, like a moment of magic also. Almost mirrored that of
1: Stephen Clux in the Clux moment of twenty eleven the Shawnee moment last year. And um, it, it must be special for you as well seeing Desi Farrell doing what he's doing. You know have a to have a teammate leading the county team and and to success as well because following Jim Gavin was was hardly a an easy task for whoever was going to take that
0: mantle over. It is yeah like I mean and 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 Jim came in after pac I saw that got us back up to Steps of Crow Park in 2011 so yeah the team in 95 are well represented all the way through in those last three All-Irelands and, and, and Desi's there now and he's done a great job he's got one All-Ireland under his belt in the six in a row and uh, all the last two years that we haven't been in the All-Ireland final I'm sure he's looking back to getting to it on Sunday and uh, he has all the experience he needs uh, both with Mick Galvin beside him and other guys who have been there with Jim and with, with, with and with Pat so for, for, the, for, for experience for experience-wise. We, we're we well sorted there but to be honest with you it doesn't matter who the manager is on Sunday it's all the players mm-hmm. the players are going to decide who wins and who loses the game yes the, 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 the manager may have an influence on it and why they come in but ultimately it the players who decide it uh, How have Dublin
1: impressed you so far this year? It's funny between Dublin and Kerry we probably haven't seen either of them at the Maybe the peak of their powers, or what we expect is the peak. Uh, but some players like Bugler and Coslow have, have really uh, stood up, and the usual heads as well, I suppose, Fenton and McCarthy and these lads, um, and Stephen Cluckston of course, back in the back in the panel as he as he snuck back in there without any of us finding out. Um, but how have how have Dublin fared so far this year, performance wise? I guess in your view.
0: I, I think they've sort of been simmering. I think the only time they have sort of got got close to the boil was in the second half of performance against Mayo, which was uh, which was awesome. Mm. Uh, and I think they're going to need that and more if they're going to overcome this Kerry team at the weekend. I think whatever team wins has to give the best performance of the year. I think Kerry also are similar. I don't think they've actually uh, reached the height that they can achieve. Now, they were very close to going out against Derry. I think Derry's performance on the day and the tactics really surprised Kerry. Mm-hmm. And it took them a while to, to, to get to the get to the game. But they eventually did. They showed the experience and they showed the talent that they have and that shone through at the end. And they're there in the All-Ireland final against us on Sunday. And we probably were not our best against Monaghan we probably didn't need to be at our best mm. against Monaghan but we got the job done which is, and on Sunday it'll be the same way just get the job done winning is all that's important mm. the performance isn't isn't important it's winning and losing but I think to win you're going to have to put in a performance Where
1: does David Clifford rank and it's a difficult question across generations but in terms of the greatest Gaelic footballers we've ever seen he's, he's certainly up there
0: he certainly is. Like the the level of performance that he's you know churning out nearly every game is is remarkable, and to do it with with someone who's so young is is you know is astounding. Uh, I had heard about him about five or six years ago. I was hearing there was some Pat Spillane actually told me he had, does a guy come on that's going to take the world and I said ah oh, come on Pat look like, I mean he's 17 years of age he's got, to, he's got to go through minor and he's got to go through this and, and literally within 18 months of Pat telling me he was on the telly scoring goals against Monaghan up in in in, in championship and yeah. he's phenomenal there's no doubt about it and there's I mean whoever gets the the opportunity if I want, to, want to be a better word or to, to to mark him on Sunday they know they're going to have their hands I mean he's going to score there's no doubt about that he's going to score it's how much he scores it's not up to just the one person who's marking him to, to curtail him from scoring. It's up to the guys out the field to stop the quality of ball going into him and and, and, and to it's the completely eradicate it if possible. But it's not, Kerry, by no means a one man team. Yes, he is uh, an exceptional player, but there are great players elsewhere there. Like, I mean, Gavin White at, at, at wing back has really impressed me this mm. season. He's, he's rampaging forward and. and I think Stephen O'Brien is a, is a guy who really, really liked that over the years. and Probably hasn't gone a bit quiet the last couple of years. I was glad to see when he came on against 30, he made a huge impact in the game. And of course, he's broken spoken with Shawnee O'Shea as well. So, I mean, there's players all over the park there that, that, that could win the game. For them. So they're, not, they're by no means a one trick pony. They, and Dublin will have to have a game plan that, you know, curtails all, all their players and not just one. People often talk about the, I guess the, the Dublin age
1: profile this year seems to be one thing flung at them, maybe. Mm. But but then again, on on All Ireland final day, when you have the, you know, the, the, even just the, the guard escort to the to Croke Park, you have the parade. The Dublin players are well used to it. But when you have experienced lads like Fenton and McCarthy and Cluxton, uh, even Jack McCaffrey, I don't know if he'll start, and Paul Mannion, and these lads mm. have that experience on All Ireland final day. Presumably, is a, is a
0: huge advantage. Of course, it is. You know, there's no doubt. It has to be an advantage to them. But at the same time, how much of an advantage are going to be? Because you're going against a team who just won the All-Ireland yeah. last year who have been, you know, they, they, they've been planning for this. They brought a manager back from Kildare just for this purpose and this mm-hmm. purpose only to, 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 to beat double in All-Ireland finals. And which is something they, had, they haven't done since 1985. And hopefully that, that record will continue on Sunday. Mm-hmm. But they're there for a reason. And experience... Yeah, it's going to be invaluable, but but it has to be, it has to be put into scores on the field. Mm-hmm. It has to be put on over the bar, and ultimately that's what's going to decide the game. As I said before, they're, they're big players on both teams. We have loads of players who are, who are, who have played in big games. We've three lads going for nine medals, you know, never been done before in Gaelic football. So you know, we'll see what happens
1: on Sunday. And it often, as you say, comes down to to one moment, uh, as it did in '95. Like mm-hmm. that, that goal, are you, are you reminded of it often? Do you think about it often? Like I, I know that you had the thigh injury as well. I'm sure that that didn't help uh, sliding down to score a goal like that. But is it a moment that, that pops into your head every now and again, especially this time of year, I
0: suppose? Uh, not really. I have to say, not really. Uh... It's, it's, I don't miss playing Gaelic football until we come to the uh, weeks of all of Ireland and you say yeah I wish I'd, I'd like to be playing and I wish I was fit and strong and young again but uh, the rest of it no I can do without. but no I, listen we had our time it was great it was enjoyable uh, I'm not really heavily involved in football anymore Enjoying uh, enjoy my time away from it it is what it is I love the game I love Dublin I love these games against Kerry. Mm-hmm. I love big matches in Crow Park with big crowds. I love the atmosphere, the surrounding. I love Dublin City on the day of an All Ireland final. Uh, it's something to behold. And you know, what do I miss? It not particularly. That's fair. That's very fair. You when you've con- when you've given so much of your life to it,
1: I suppose. Charlie, finally, uh, your prediction. Uh, and I know, it's it's often when your county's involved, it's it's tough to ask people. But uh, how do you see the game playing
0: out? I see it being a great game. I think if if, if we can get a. a, a weather on the day. I think we've two we have the two best teams in Ireland playing football on in Crow Park on all Ireland final day and what more can you want? I think we just may have a little bit too much in our forward line to to for them to cope with. As I said, they're not a one streak pony by any chance, by any means. They've good quality players. I just think we have more quality players mm but having them and winning the game are two different things And it's ever going to be. Whoever gives those big performance, those driving runs in the second half, late in the second half, who can keep going to the end, who they can introduce off the bench and what, and how much the bench can can, can, can offer, I just think we have a little bit more than them in every, in every department. Well, listen, enjoy the match as best you can, and best luck to the Dubs. Absolutely, up to the Dubs. <laughs>